Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mangana. Greetings and salutations, dreamers from around the globe or intergalactically, if you believe in that sort of thing, or interdimensionally, if you believe in that sort of thing. Hell, whatever you believe, welcome. That's <laughs> what's most important. I'm here with my main man, Justin. Justin, please say hello to the dreamers and give them a little elevator greeting of some kind. <laughs> Greetings from uh, Earth, I think. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific intro by you, man. L- living, uh, living the dream, loving life. So it's really good to be on the show. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, Justin, obviously uh, we were introduced uh, by a fellow friend and a dear mentor of mine, uh, Greg, get it done, Reed. Um, we managed to catch a few minutes before I had this hectic few couple of weeks with holiday and so on and so forth. And just to touch base and get a little bit. And well, we were going to spend some time letting people get to know you and what you're into. I love bringing fabulous people on the show Great. and having conversations with them and what they love and care about and what makes them tick and having people just be flies on the wall or aliens on the wall or interdimensional <laughs> blobs of gloop on the wall. <laughs> Why we do that? So um, you started to share a little bit about your story. Obviously, they were not privy unless they've got some kind of psychic powers. And they that would them. be interesting if they heard our previous conversation. <laughs> but for those who are not psychic, um, why don't you share a little bit about your story? I love what you're doing in the world, and I'd love for the guys to get to get a peek into it too. Well, you know, one, it's it's great to talk to you because. Um, I think you understand my brain in in some capacity, and we have a lot of commonality. So this will be a really interesting conversation. Um, But, you know, it's a simple formula that I found most successful entrepreneurs on a global level have. So they see a problem, create solution to problem, problem solved, successful global company. And that's all I've done in the PR space. I was <laughs> for 20 years and created my entire business model based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. So <laughs> created solution to that problem, problem solved, successful company. There you go. Amazing. Amazing. And, and what I love about that is you've spoken to a truth that I think at times we entities, whether human or otherwise, get mixed up, which is that things, generally speaking, are pretty simple. Yes. And with our limited minds, we love to overcomplicate it. Like you said, problem, solution, success. <laughs> so right. That's it. One plus one equals two. Um, that's right. Um, what are some of the funniest things that you've experienced people overcomplicating in your journey supporting entrepreneurs? So um, most I I spend a good part of my day talking to people like you on a global level, um, mm-hmm. and it's endlessly fascinating to me because I'm a high fact finder. I'm endlessly curious, and I just like to listen to people. So what I have found is is that most successful entrepreneurs have high quick start where they can go boom 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 boom, but they have no follow through. That's why they hire a bunch of people because they can't follow through on their own wackadoonas. Yeah. So I'm the very rare entrepreneur that has high quick start and high follow through. So I uh-huh. follow through on my own quick start. So it's like hit the gas, pump the brakes, hit the gas, pump the brakes. Say I'm going to do it, actually do it. <laughs> so a good part of my day is talking to people who like they just don't think like that. They just think like, oh, we got to do this. I 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 got to do this. And it's like, 
it's you know it's like um add or adhd like literally but then also it's just like total lack of follow-through and so Mm. um my brain just doesn't work like that i just follow through on my own quick start (laughs) what are your thoughts on then how archetypes follow into that so for example with a lot of my coaching and programs i i like to overlay archetypes so with regards to what you're talking about there with the follow-through i use um gretchen rubin's four tendencies model um some people they just don't know how to respect <laughs> the out. No. <laughs> they don't know how to respect the in, in, internal expectations of themselves, and without, you know, without a carrot or a stick, they're not able to move forward. Um, what are your thoughts on on those kinds of models? Is it something that you found? I mean, I'm getting the opportunity to speak to somebody that deals with world class leaders on a daily basis. Yep. Is that something that you find to be true up there in the clouds of amazingness? Yeah, it's uh, it's super interesting um, because like my number one superpower. I have two superpowers. One is like getting people news at a high level, and mm-hmm. but that's like one A. One 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 is uh, connecting people on a global level. So I can mm-hmm. just like talk to someone and mesh their brains with someone who lives halfway across the world. I don't even mm-hmm. know how I do it. I just know how to do it, mm-hmm. and so. Um, so my point is like, I like really like listen to people and then, and you, and you, because I talk to so many people who are doing so many awesome things, I can quickly like, there's patterns that form and you can just mm. see how certain people tick. And um, it's funny because uh, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs who are like me. I describe myself as a visionary wackadoo, which I'm definitely wackadoo <laughs> at the wackadooiest, but... But so then I always ask, so like, so your spouse, is your spouse a teacher or a nurse or my wife's a doctor, so or a doctor or some type of normal job? And most of the time they're like, yeah, how did you know that? And I go, well, people like us, we <laughs> we married someone like us. It's usually a recipe for disaster. <laughs> it can work. It can work. It can work, of course. But most of the time, like my wife is literally the exact opposite personality test as me. We've tested it and Mm -hmm. um, I'm action first, do it, do it, just get it done, get it done. And she's Mm -hmm. like community and scheduling and love and team. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect, perfect match. But yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You just kind of listen to people. You see how they, um, they process things. Mm-hmm. And it's really fascinating when you, again, I've talked to tens of thousands of people at a very high level and they just kind of, you just kind of see these patterns develop. So when it comes to dealing with successful people, what are some other common threads? And I, I love hearing yep. what people have to, what people notice about operating at this level. Yep. So for someone like you, that's got what I, you know, refer to in some way, shape or form, the vision, yep. what do you notice there's commonalities with people that are operating at this level. Yeah, see, so I knew this was going to be a good conversation because you're an entrepreneur who happens to like to interview people. That's a bit, there's a big difference between that and a journalist who doesn't understand how the entrepreneur's brain thinks. And so it's mm-hmm. a different type of conversation. So here is what I've noticed from the people I talk to. And I would, I would classify the people I talk to on a global level are one of two types of people. One, they're running high six figure to 10 figure businesses. They're enjoying lives with their family. They're doing whatever they want to do, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Or they have the mindset where they're going to be one of those people. They're not there yet, but they have the mindset. They're on the road. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, I'm guessing you talk to a lot of similar people. Um, Right. So, 
the one thing that I have found that's there's two things that I've found in common. One, all successful people have had someone, at least one person, that really cares about them. Mm. Um, it's meant, so I've interviewed some of the wealthiest billionaires on the planet, and then I've this is when I was a journalist, and now and then people who you know came from homeless nothingness, whatever. And the one mm. commonality is they've had one person that cares about. Wow. Just one. Just have to have one. Two is most of these people stay within their zone of genius or superpowers um, most of the time, meaning they do what they like to do and what they're good at, and they either just stay in that lane completely or um, they stay in that lane and then hire people around them to build a giant team around them to create successful businesses. Hmm. So from what I've seen, the number one thing why most people are miserable, again, based on my experience talking to people, all oh, this, is, this is, I'm not an expert in, oh, maybe I am. I, <laughs> I probably talked to more people than anyone on the planet, but, but so most people are miserable from what I've seen based on talking to people for, for two reasons. One, they never find out what they're good at and what they like to do. They never even find out. And mm. Two, if they do find out, they never actually do anything about it. So they're mm. doing things that they're not good at and or they don't like to do them. So, of course, you'd be miserable doing that eight to ten hours a day. So I do exactly what I like to do and exactly what I'm good at essentially 100% of the time. So none of this has worked for me at all. It's just... <laughs> I had this conversation with my wife, Olga, all the time. She's like... Why are you still working? Don't you want to spend time with me? It's not work. It's like, not work. Bro, this doesn't work for me, bro. <laughs> it's it's just, not even work. I would just I'm, do I'm it. I'm lit up. I'm lit up. Right. You know, exactly. Just... So we had someone that cares about them, whether it's a mentor, a spouse, a, a family Anyone. member. One person, yep. And going with their zone of genius and staying in that zone of genius and building around bringing in other people to fill in the gaps. Yes, and so those people who you just said and described it perfectly, they are experts in one, maybe two, at the most three things, at the, at mm. the most. And then they just hire or, or um, contract out everything else. And, they, mm. and what it is is they're super confident in what they're good at and what they like to do. And then they just fill in the gaps by hiring people that are the same thing. They're good mm. at what they like. You know, they're good at it and they like to do it. So people with visionary abundance investment mindset, they pretty much all think like this. And then they just hire or fill in the gaps with other people that think like that. And so there's no like cost mindset or scarcity there's it's all investment uh-huh. and abundance because they know that they've built their companies or their lives by investing being confident working with a certain type of people and then hiring people who are feel the same way to who are experts in their field it's very simple i i love i love that we've started to trickle into the, the abundance bit which is yep. obviously what, what i focus a lot of my my work supporting people with yep and that you've covered more than one area that leads to success, which could be in abundance. It could be in relationship because we've spoken about the mind in terms of focus, right? Mental focus. It's the number one thing. And we've also spoken about the emotional support aspect. Yes. So with how to put this. So Wallace D. Wattles, you read the science of getting rich, I, I assume. 
A little bit. Not yeah. The whole thing. So there's there's a there's a there's a, a a theory, a philosophy, an idea that Wallace puts forward in the book that there are two essential lanes towards success. One is the competitive plane, and one is the creative plane. <laughs> Right. So the creative plane for him is basically, you know, adding value to others, you yep. know, uh, using universal law, gratitude, yep. um, being expansive, forward thinking. Yep. Yep. And then there's the competitive plane, which is kill, <laughs> just yep. kill and destroy. And he says both of them can work, but one of yep. them sustainable and one is not. Right. Have you found any pattern of that? Yes. <laughs> yes, the answer is here. The answer. Yes, so the word competition actually doesn't exist in my vocabulary, even though I just said it. Everything Beautiful. for me is collaboration. Mm-hmm. Competition to me is a lower level thinking. Like when I first started my business, uh, folks were asking me, "Why well, aren't you concerned other PR firms are going to try and take clients? I go, no. I go, what are you <laughs> even talking about? I go, if someone's not a good fit for me, I'll just refer them to someone else. It's all collaboration. So as you exactly. go higher up in the ladder, it's all collaboration. So... Um, like I have a PR firm, but really what my company is on a higher level of thinking is a giant incubator of geniuses around the world. And we're constantly introducing each other for mutual gain. And the byproduct mm-hmm. is constantly getting interest to companies around the world that want to hire my firm. So my company's tens of thousands of Greg Reeds on a global level mm-hmm. who are all collaborative, all abundant. Um, they all want to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, relationships, having real valued relationship, that's never goes away. That's mm. your term sustainable endlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to quantify it, like minimum every, every weekday, Monday through Friday, I'll send out 10 life-changing intros on a global level easily mm. minimum. And I'll get three or four every single day. So there's no sales funnel or gimmicky <laughs> nonsense and none of that nonsense. It's just create value for people. They create value for me. Uh, um, I, <laughs> I know it's like, so everybody's like, Oh man, you're so direct. It's so simple. I go, well, that's, <laughs> it works. And it's, and it's great because everybody wins. There's no competition. Actually. It's the opposite of that. It's mm-hmm. collective growth, but collective growth for people with this mindset, because if you don't have this mindset, it's like, it's like hitting me in the head with a baseball bat because, um, mm-hmm. And then just continuing to hit and just continuing to hit and continue because it's, you, you can't, if someone's not ready to understand this or accept this type of mindset, you, you, you know, it's like talking to a wall. Mm. So you have to have that. The most important thing, and you said it already, it's, it's just having that mindset. That's the number one most important thing and everything else trickles down from that. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, okay. and the reason why I kind of brought that in was because I was looking at this idea of abundance, which is something that you made reference to. Mm-hmm. That all of these people that are operating at these levels, yes, they're not looking at the world as a limited place. They're looking at as endless, limitless. Yeah, it's like I don't have to kill the competition. Everyone can get theirs, and I'm going to still be fine. I don't have to crush my customer and squeeze everything out of my employees. Nope. I can. I love that. That's absolutely beautiful. I'm actually. I had a. A project that it's it's down for me to do. I'm, I've just got something I'm working on. Then obviously, baby's coming in 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 November, end of November, oh. beginning of December. So, um, but yeah, it's um, it's this idea of because I've been seeing a lot of this capitalism bashing and rich people bashing. Oh, I actually right. had a friend of a friend of mine uh, who I love dearly. She's been a friend of mine for so many years. Yeah, she had this thing on her Instagram 
oh, there's only two ways to get rich, um, inherit it or stamp on the lives of the working class. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. like wanna... bro, I'm rich and I'm not like that. Like, where, where do you get this idea from? So here's one it's of like... the chapters in my book, man. You want to read that or you want me to? Go for it. All right. Read it out. So visionary entrepreneurs are often the best, kindest, most giving folks out there. There you go. So that's it. Those are the nicest. I've known multiple billionaires who have in, reinvested hundreds of millions of dollars into the economy or starting a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And um, again, most of my day is talking to incredible entrepreneurs around the world. I, they are the nicest people. This whole competition thing, they, none of that exists with these people. They're on a higher level of thinking. Again, so the, what you're talking about, which I know you don't think like that, you <laughs> hear from people that don't, they don't get it. They just don't mm-hmm. understand. That's why it's like when I talk to people like that, it's like hitting me in the head with a bat because they're, it's, they just don't understand what, I'm, what we're talking about. They don't understand, like capitalism bashing, like capitalism is like the greatest thing ever because um, – it allows people to achieve their dreams and then help others along the way. Meaning like, you know, um, since COVID or since the 2008 housing crash, it's these businesses that have started or pivoted or things. Those are the businesses that are hiring people and <laughs> letting families eat or letting them pay their mortgage. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, that didn't just magically happen. Those are entrepreneurs who have, um, who have created that. Mm. With their determination and with their resolve and grit and and uh, um, collaboration with other blood. people, sweat and sweat blood, blood. sweat and blood, absolutely. <laughs> so it's like, and then to bash those people, it's like uh, I don't really understand that because um, they're the ones that are literally paying for you to turn your lights on most of the time. So, I'm, and that's why I love personally people like Greg that have a commitment to bringing the light of expansive entrepreneurship because i mean like what i said there are those that are kill or be killed there are those out there we're not saying absolutely not those you know dark side entrepreneurs out there yes but the majority of them are either neutral or good a <laughs> hundred billion like to focus on the on the dark side guys i That's think right. which is a bit sad it's it's un, it's unfortunate and it's a disservice to um like, I'll give you an example. So it's like, so my wife, our, our first date was the day before she started medical school, right? So wow. I watched her go through that entire process of medical school rotations, residency, your jobs. And, you know, now she's the successful pediatrician. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's very similar to entrepreneur life. And it's like, you're bashing someone for being successful and... um but you didn't see what led to that success in terms of the hard work or whatever. And um, the other thing that's really interesting is there's like a stigma from people like celebrating their successes. I, something Greg and I actually talk about quite a bit. Mm. Um, it's like, you know, it sounds arrogant or cocky to celebrate your success. And meanwhile, it's like, I think it's more inspirational and like, hey, you know, this is what you can do with your life if you do this and do this and mm. believe this and collaborate with these type of people. And um, again, it, it's like a it's like a magnet. My whole being and company or whatever it is, it's like a magnet. It actively attracts people like you and it very actively repels people that don't think like this. <laughs> they don't get it. So, but, I mean, but that's okay because I don't want to be everything for everyone. I don't, I don't want to be that person. I want to be one 
very high level thing for one certain type of people that that get it and then they fuel my passion and and vice versa but i think that's the mutual benefit that that um symbiotic expansion that happens when two people on the same path hundred same common intention of expansion and adding to the world come together right Uh, and again those that try and do it by themselves and are just looking to get you know they always get found out they They always get found out they always get exposed and it never really works out anyway even if they have all the money in the world they tend to be very sad and what is and as people like to say you know and i normally hear i don't want to sound like an asshole but (laughs) broke people often are the ones that say you know money isn't the only thing more as an medium of exchange you know rainbows and fairy dust are not going to pay the mortgage money's going to do that that's right. Now, that's not to say that you'll be to be so obsessed with this energy of money, this medium of exchange, that it changes the substance of who you are and makes you a not nice person. But let's respect it for what it is, which is a medium of exchange that's right. that does actually facilitate more choice. So, um, boy, there's so much I could dovetail from that. Let me ask you like this, because oh, you just said a lot of good stuff. Okay. <laughs> so my 10Xing in life has absolutely nothing to do with revenue. I don't, I don't care about that at all. My mm-hmm. 10Xing in life is network on a, excuse, excuse the beep, network on a global level, because when you um, build your network on a global level, it creates endless opportunities for your network and yourself. Mm-hmm. And that never, that's limitless. Mm-hmm two 10xing experiences of life with your family because when you have a good family life you have a good life it's very simple of course so that said my company is very profitable very profitable because i work with people that invest heavily and they know the value of investing Mm -hmm. and what i have found with making more money is two things one end of 2018 i'd made more money in one year than i ever thought humanly possible and i had never been more miserable in my life ever so i'm like uh okay that doesn't add up i realized quickly that money is not you know that doesn't it doesn't make me happy i mean now what it does do it allows me to go shark fishing with my kids or jump out of an airplane or fly, fly first class when you can fly first class. Or yeah, when you can fly full When stop. you can fly, right. <laughs> so it allows you to have comfort, which, yeah. which is great. And that's, um, it allows me to get a, I got a nice new car because I wanted to get a nice new car for business. So it's mm-hmm. like, it allows you to do those things. But far more importantly, that is not what I found that makes me happy. And I, um, Again, I've talked to people that have made 10, 10 figures in their life, and and um, early on, I would always ask them, I'm like, oh, so you know, how's your family or whatever? And then and and they many times they've responded, well, I never got to see my family because I was always working, and and you mm-hmm. um, you can see it. This is before uh, Zoom meetings, so you could just see it in their face. Um, the looks on their face, the sadness and the disappointment, you can't, I mean, you couldn't, it couldn't give me a billion dollars. It wouldn't, it would, it would just be, it would, it wouldn't make up for anything. So mm. I saw that from what you would think is a very successful person revenue wise, which they were, but they didn't have the, the core, they didn't have their family life. And so mm. really none of it really matters besides that. So we're really talking about balance between finding and i think personally it comes down to knowing what you want i mean i'm all about the intention setting and alignment right Mm -hmm. you're not clear on the quality of life that you want to experience 
you'll be lost on the journey to anywhere. 100%. Right? So I'm very, very clear on what I want to, to experience and the level of life that I want to enjoy. It's not about yes. the money. It's about the level of life. That's right? right. And money is the easiest way to achieve that. But I'm not so obsessed with it that I lose sight of the blessings that are available to me here that's and right. now. That's right. So and you're about to have a child. I mean, you, like, you know, it's like you're about to have a child. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's the joy from that child will, I mean, I'm, I'd be shocked if it does. The, it will be surpass anything that could ever happen with anything that you could buy. Mm. Um, with the exception of buying something nice for your child and seeing that look on your child's face. I mean, <laughs> that is nice when you get like... Uh, to be able to um, get nice things for your kids and then and then have them genuinely appreciate it, there that is that is wonderful to see that. Um, but more, yeah. it's like I mean, the first line of my book is like, if you're not going to put your family first, just put the book down because there's nothing else to say. I mean, <laughs> it is it's the first line of the book, so it doesn't really <laughs> make as much money as you want. But if you're not going to prioritize your family over everything else, then I mean, why are we here? So. Yeah. Again, I think that comes down to knowing the quality of life that you want and then aligning yourself to that with what you're doing. I think that will help you to understand the level of mindset that you need to step into, understanding the emotional resilience that you that's going to be demanded of you, and then also understanding what action steps you, can, you should be taking, right. even focusing your energy and awareness, right? And if none of that is focused on the quality of the people that you care about or focused on... Um, on the, the the loving expression of the people that you're that you're spending your time with then bro what's the point <laughs> why are we why are you doing this what, like, what, what's like, actually the point right there is no point it's mm. pointless that's the definition of pointless there's no point to doing any of that so mm. um and so i thought this isn't like a novel concept i thought you know since covid by the way like before covid i was spending more time with my kids than any dad i've ever ever seen in my life so it's mm -hmm. like you know the by the successful business is a byproduct of like prioritizing family and and interacting with the right people partnering with the right people with the right mm -hmm. mindset and byproduct of that is business explodes because you're dealing with the right people mm. so it's gonna explode or what <laughs> <laughs> no, but i'm saying but being around the right people i mean i know there's a lot of like true scientific terms that get wooed out and, and the meaning gets lost. But yeah. things like ideas, like the, the raw idea of quantum entanglement, that two people on a common field or two are electrons on a common field can have a common experience, even if they're not physically connected. Yep. When we break down the fact that we are at root, that just built up in different compounds and combinations, <laughs> then the very fiber of who we are does experience the idea of, of, of quantum entanglement that when we are more than one person in a collected experience, sharing a common goal and moving towards it, it yep. does ex exponentially expand the potential. Never stops growing, never. So that's mm -hmm. why my 10Xing is network because it just, I describe it sometimes you'll understand it's like a glowing my company's a glowing orb and mm -hmm. you just keep adding you keep adding bright lights to it and it just keeps getting brighter and brighter and then they keep 
they keep adding their own bright lights to it, and it just it, there's no limit. I mean, I guess there is a limit, seven billion, but really, there's no limit to how big it can get because when you find the right people with the right mindset, those people usually, usually, not always, but usually, hang out with only people like that because it's pretty rare to find it. But when you do find it, you're like, oh man, yeah. Oh, finally, someone understands what I'm talking about. Yeah. There are more, <laughs> I found people, my like people. That. more people. Right, I found my tribe. I found, found my tribe. Yeah, right. So that's so I um, live and grew up in the North Shore of Chicago, which um, I'm very comfortable saying because I grew up here and live here. It's one of the most entitled, penny pinching, cheap, scarcity cost mindset places on earth. So yeah. I'm the exact opposite of that, and I was like running into a wall head first. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? I'm like, I don't think like this at all. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so what I found is is that people like me are all over the world, and you just have to find them. It's like mm-hmm. digging for gold. When you find you find the gold, and the gold attracts you to other gold. Beautiful. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, what are some nuggets? I mean, you've obviously shared so much goodness, even down to those two common traits. Um, and just speaking to that, listeners. Oftentimes, you think, and I'm not saying this is the case for everyone, so nobody getting mad at me, you think there's nobody that cares about you, but you haven't acknowledged somebody that cares about you, or you've not been in a position to receive that care because it's not been in a language that you're both understanding. So we spoke about having someone that cares about you. And the greatest way to, to, to develop a relationship where someone cares about you is start caring about other people. Care about say. others first. Because <laughs> what you give out comes back. And then focusing your energy, your attention. And I think it's focusing on your strength, finding your strength. And, and as you shared, finding a strength that's aligned with something that you enjoy doing. If your strength is weightlifting, but you really hate it, then find another one. Right? So, <laughs> and, and, and then focus on that. And bring it into a connect a collection of people where you're going to add to that collaborative network of people, and you will be recom- you 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 win. There's, I don't think there's, I mean, infinite possibilities, of course, but the probability is very low <laughs> that you will lose at life if you're working on those rules. Almost no chance. And so it's amazing. We've had this conversation and a previous one, which was much shorter, and. It's like we've we one. It feels like we were separated at birth too. It's like we've known each other our whole lives because again, it's finding people with that type of commonality. And when mm-hmm. you do, there's no there's no forcing anything. It just flows mm-hmm. naturally. There's no mm-hmm. like arguing about payment or any nonsense like that. It's just you are an expert at what you do. I'm an expert at what I do. Let's just work together. And then then and then again, you said it. You said it. That you create values for others, value for others first, and then mm-hmm. the byproduct is people create value for for you. So I quantified that with ten, I do ten intros a day minimum. I get three or four minimum every day mm-hmm. for for a long time. I haven't done any outbound sales in well over two years. Wow. I don't, there's no well, there's no need for it. It's all mm-hmm. creating value for people, and then people create value for me. So it's it's um. It eliminates the noise. It eliminates the nonsense. It focuses on getting results and and really helping people at a very high level. And when I say helping people, the right people who get it and really want to help you back. Mm-hmm. That's just so yummy. <laughs> no, and that's it's the just, best part. Is that it's, it's just amazing. the yummy way to be. 
Right. So I was a journalist, not making a lot of money. I didn't know what an LLC was or what a W-9 was. They had to pay four taxes four times a year. Before. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know any of that stuff. So mm-hmm. that's people are like, how did you do this? I'm like, well, this is, this is how I did it. Like mm-hmm. with this mindset, working with these type of people, mm-hmm. eliminating nonsense and noise from my life and, and focusing on my genius superpowers. That's it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. So guys, you, you've heard it here from big, big J breezy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. You heard it here from big J breezy. Start sharing value with others, not because you want it back because it's just the expansive thing to do and it will come back. Find your superpower, zone in on it, and go into a collective where that superpower adds value to others, and you'll find that the missing pieces for your own puzzles will come back, because that's just the way the world works. This world and other dimensions also, because it's universal. Anyway, so (laughs) just sort of stepping on, you've you've mentioned your book. What's uh, what's the best way for people to grab a copy of that book? Sure. So it's uh, it's called Epic Business. Chris Voss, who wrote Never Split the Difference, was one of the top business books in the last twenty years. He wrote the foreword. So yeah, I know uh, Chris Voss. I was on a mastermind where he where he featured one with. Uh, do you know Do you know Nick Nanton? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's the director. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know so, Nick Nelson. Yeah, yeah. I'm in one of his masterminds, so we've got to meet Chris Foster. Nick of did. Uh, what's the dreamer? Didn't he? Just yeah, do the dreamer. Oh yeah. my god! Have you watched that? I've, I actually got to see the trailer for it before. Oh it my god! It is so good. Yeah, it is. So I watched the whole. It's amazing. Um, Nick's really busy right now because I'm like, hey, Nick, we have to talk. All right, see, I'm losing focus. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway. Just, Small yes. world, small world, but yeah. Well, I, but I, I no, when you find the right people, it's a big small world. Exactly. But, um, um, or small big world. But uh, um, yeah, it's uh, it's on Amazon or uh, Barnes and Noble. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's epic business, and um, yeah, if you want to reach out to me, I'm LinkedIn is probably the best way. You can go to my website, but Justin Breen on LinkedIn. I use that platform as a commercial for other people and creates endless value for them. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, have you got something that you can leave everyone with? Obviously, our conversations are going to continue, but I want people to continue their conversations with you. Obviously, they're going to head to justinbreen.com. They're going to go uh, it's Bre- brepicllc.com is the website. Brepicllc.com. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Duncan will make sure that makes its way delightfully into the thank show you. notes. Thank you. And also a link to your LinkedIn. We'll get that put there. Please, Duncan, thank you very much. And also a link to the book, but they can grab that on the website, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. 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 Um, so a final nugget of wisdom to leave the good folks with. I'm happy to do that. Um, so when you start a business, it takes two full years to really figure things out. So I mentor and help a lot of people when they start their businesses and they're almost always in a panic and nervous. I'm like, just take a deep breath. It's not going to take six months or a year or even 18 months. It's going to take two full years to really figure it out. So give yourself that type of time frame to mm. figure it out. Mm. Brilliant. Thank you. Jay Breezy, it's been an absolute pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you for sharing time. A big shout out to Papa Greg Reed for making the intro. <laughs> um, dreamers, please be sure to subscribe. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend, share it with an entrepreneur, share it with someone who could do with reframing their perspective about being rich and being an entrepreneur and creating value and capitalism and all those <laughs> lovely things that support when expansively done the world going around. It's been my absolute pleasure sharing this time with, uh, with Justin and with you all keep dreaming with your eyes open and remember you can consciously choose an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan. Dan.